Welcome back, non-list. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Zoe and Kate from the future. <laughs> Basically, listening on our commutes to ourselves, talk about interesting topics, because that's all I do with our old podcasts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone listens, quite honestly. <laughs> but I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I like that it's, it's almost just for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a snapshot, like a little time capsule. Exactly. We're leaving ourselves time capsules. And can you imagine in ten years' time listening back to Yeah, that's gonna this. be interesting because even already listening back to the the first ones we did, like the love and everything, is that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's get started. Shall I okay. shall I read us a little description of happiness? Yeah, that sounds nice. What we're looking at today okay um so apparently happiness tends to be the one emotion people strive for most it's often defined as a pleasant emotional state that is characterized by feelings of contentment joy gratification satisfaction and well-being what do you make of that well i was going to ask you and this might be too philosophical for the beginning (laughs) right off the bat (laughs) yeah but do you think happiness is something that you can, is happiness something that you can like maintain or is it like a, a, a something that you feel in the moment and then you're like, it says contentment. Mm. I'm like, can you be content? I think content and happiness is different. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And I, I think that it's not, it's not maintainable. Yeah. Because then it, surely then it wouldn't be happiness. Like yeah. you need the bad to be able to feel happy yeah and I think trying to maintain like a a hundred percent happiness all the time would be really exhausting (laughs) (laughs) oh definitely you need that like baseline of just kind of generally content yeah oh so content is the baseline and then happy is like a peak off that yeah that's what I was thinking yeah and then sadness is like a downward (laughs) way below it's like (laughs) yeah it's like stalactites and stalagmites. <laughs> but which one switch? I never know. Either, because it's something about tights. Like you wear tights, but they go up and down, so it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, stalactite has k in it. Do you think that's for ceiling? Must be. We'll go with that. That's good logic. <laughs> um. But no, I think it's it, like it said there. It's something that people aim for, and it seems yeah. to be well a lot tied to money. I think in society now, happiness is kind of equated with wealth and possessions. Um, yeah. But I think you can just get burnout if you were happy all the time. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of like I swear there's um, like film. There's a film where someone's like happy all the time, and it's. Kind of, but it's like aggressively happy. <laughs> no, it's gone. It's gone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it would be it would be too much. Definitely. Yeah. But I think I'd I'd like to strive for contentedness. Yeah. To just I be, kind of like yeah, I'm cool with this. It's not <laughs> great, but you know, I feel alright. <laughs> is that what contentedness is to you, Kate? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought contentedness 
supposed to be like, yeah, this is this is really nice. This is chill. Like, you know, this is... <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe I've got a bit, a bit of a pessimistic view on happiness. I, I love it. It's not great, but it's all right. <laughs> It'll do, you know. Could, could yeah. be worse. Um, oh, God. Yeah, okay, maybe maybe my definition of content is skewed as well. <laughs> but then oh. also I don't like I don't think my version of happiness would be the same as yours. And mm. and so it's interesting that people want to reach or to be happy, but then like I think I think for me now, coming into twenty seven um I'm only just starting to figure out what makes me happy and that it might not be the same as everyone else I don't I don't know if you feel like that too yeah I think I spent a long time trying to do things that I thought like that made that clearly made other people happy so I thought oh well I'll try that and it didn't necessarily make me happy yeah um so at the moment, I don't have any time to feel content or happy or feel anything other than tired and stressed. But so. but if you want, if you did have the time to feel happy, what would you do? Um, I'd probably like have a bubble bath. Oh, good one, yeah. Yeah, and um, have had like oh no, start with a really nice no bubble bath, then a really nice dinner. Yeah, and then like chocolate, and like. A very untaxing, untaxing movie. Mm, okay, yeah. but that is that more your contentedness or your happiness? I think if I was doing that, and Julian was there, and we were here, and I was like in my own space, I think mm-hmm. that would be like happy. Yeah, I definitely agree with my own space thing. That's when I feel most yeah. comfortable, or. Like I've I've watched something really funny, you yes. know when you like or when you're like in the back of class at school, and something really funny has happened. You're like trying to, to hold that laugh, like that little feeling, and so that's happiness, I think. Definitely. Just but what me. would you do to make yourself feel happy? Um, li- literally, this is gonna sound so cliche, but one of, one of my happiest times <laughs> is in the morning when I wake up and there's no one else up. And I just have my cup of coffee and it's just like, mm. it's just quiet and I can just sit there or like put on some good music. Yeah. Kind of just, yeah, it's interesting because I would, probably if you'd asked me five or six years ago, I would have been like at a party surrounded by loads of people. I'd have to be drinking or doing something crazy. But now I'm, I think I'm more comfortable in my solid solitude. <laughs> With my own company, shall we say. <laughs> and therefore, something like that is just happiness. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice one. Mm. I, I did find, so on New Year's Eve, we went down to the beach and there was only about 20 people down on the beach. And yeah. There was a kind of like a, a fine mist that had come down and there were some people letting off fireworks. And I felt really, I felt really happy, even mm. though it was like, this year has been really weird and I knew that going into the new year it wasn't really going <laughs> to yeah. change significantly. There's just that moment of like, I-, I wonder if it's something about being, you know, you know when people talk about mindfulness and being in the moment and mm. experiencing the moment rather than, I think a lot of the other time my head is just full of stuff and I'm thinking right. about 
stuff I'm going to do tomorrow and stuff I'm going to do now and how stressed I am or feeling anxious or whatever. Yeah. And I wonder if, I mean, maybe your coffee is a bit like that too. You know, it's just a moment to just... Yeah, that kind of quiet calmness. Yeah. Yeah. To be in yourself and with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like, you can definitely find that even when times are bad. Yeah. There's probably still little glimmers of, of happiness or, or even what I find quite often is that, <laughs> that I look back and times seem happy when I, I know that they weren't. Yeah. Like, it's funny how it's, mm, it's always a goal, but really feels like a reality. But that, that little coffee morning that I have with myself, I think I'm starting to realize that it's, it's the little things that count. I hate saying that. I hate saying it so much. <laughs> but it is. Do you know what? The problem is that we're grown ups now. Yeah, I think so. we're just old. <laughs> but do you um, think? Do you think as you get older, you get more cynical and less happy? Like, do you think we're all just chasing that kind of childhood happiness? I don't know. I think I would say that although the, although there was that bonkers patch in the middle, I've probably got happier. <laughs> As I've got older. Yeah. Like, post-childhood, obviously, when you're a kid, there's a kind of just something about being a child that makes you, you Yeah. Know, it's like the carefree kind of... Yeah. But actually, since... You know, like, when I was a teenager, I, I don't think I was happy. Because mm. I didn't know what I liked or who I wanted to be or... Yeah. Any of those things. Whereas now, I would say that also, I'm much better at being like, you know what, this thing doesn't make me happy, so yeah, out it I'm goes. Gonna do it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I remember a few years ago, my, my dad was reading a book and then just stopped halfway because he wasn't interested anymore. And I was like, how can you do that? How can you not finish a book? But I'm starting to understand that more and more because why would you waste your time on it if it doesn't make you yeah. feel content or happy or whatever? Yeah, just... or even just interested <laughs> yeah that too that's part of it <laughs> there's only so much you can do to connect with somebody over a screen yeah well because i just feel like life is so gray without mm. maybe it's also things to look forward to that's also yeah. makes me happy and having things planned and being being excited to do something but then it, that's also living in the future a bit isn't it Maybe happiness think... is, is only in the future and the past. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And contentment in the present. I I wonder if it's also a case of, like, work work sucks a lot of happiness out of people's lives, I think. Mm -hmm. Because we work so many hours and our leisure time is so small. Right. That actually I wonder... And then, and then if you do something that's supposed to make you happy and it was the wrong thing or it didn't, you're not in the right mood or you only have such a short amount of time that then you get really frustrated that you can't be happy because I see. you've only got this time to do it in. Yeah. Like I found myself sometimes being like, this should make me feel relaxed, <laughs> which obviously <laughs> is super helpful. Because <laughs> yeah, then it's in like relaxing. organized fun, isn't it? Or like, I must enjoy this because this is the only time I have to enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think it's even worse at the moment because the only thing we can do is work. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
there's none of the nice stuff as well that would make but that's kind of the same like work is like the sad boring bit and then you have the nice happy fun with your friends doing things part yeah and you're right it's quite I think it's difficult to stay positive and have enough time for your own happiness when the only thing that is never cancelled is work exactly (laughs) and it's like it doesn't matter how much you it doesn't matter how much your work interests you or how much you kind of in, could, like, you know, it's not that I don't like my job. I mm. do enjoy it. I think it's the right job for me. But at the same time, it's like when when that is the only thing that I'm allowed yes. to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, because at the end of the day, if none of us had to work, we wouldn't. Well, it's just true. because we have to pay bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think I think if um, we didn't have to work, we'd all be doing sort of voluntary stuff. Mm. But we'd do it. Yeah, and we'd do it at our, when it fitted around our lives rather than fitting our lives around work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. But do you think, well, I mean, I don't know if it's different for you, but this year working from home, I felt like I've had more time for me. And I wonder if maybe as well as getting older, that's part of the reason why this year I felt I felt more content is because because I've had more time at home like not as much commuting it's more relaxed and being in the office I can cook good food I can like do all these things that I maybe wouldn't normally have the time for but I realize your situation is a bit different I think thinking about where I was in sort of like April May Mm. June when I was still in my previous job I would definitely say I felt like I was able to do the things that I actually wanted to do and enjoyed and I liked and my life was a bit more my own even though I couldn't go out so much. Yeah. Um, And I spent way more time with my dad than I have previously and I felt like that really helped the relationship. Mm, that's good. Um, yeah, and then as soon as I started the new job, it was like, <laughs> I have no time <laughs> to do anything <laughs> except sleep and eat yeah. and work. Yeah, because I guess it's that, you know, when you find someone who has a similar sense of humour to you and it makes a big difference. Yeah. somebody who's like, I don't know, like, is like really into like poo jokes and then someone else would be like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Like, it's not funny. Why would you? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably also why I'm happier now than five years prior is because I've kind of worked out who my people are. And mm-hmm. the same thing, if I'm not getting anything from it, then why would I pretend to like you? Whereas when you're like a teenager, you're like, everyone has to like me and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. And I've got to dress right and I've got to be right. I've got to yeah. act the same way and, you know, so do like you, the same things. Do you think that the, the quest for happiness is ever complete? Because, you know, people try so hard to find it. Do you think mm. you ever can, or is it just a sporadic thing? Mm. I think. Sorry, I'm just also eating my tea. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very think, envious um, of your tea. Game. <laughs> if I could send you one, I 100% would. Next time we'll do chair. that. Send me send me a British snack for when we record the next one, and then I'll <laughs> or I'll take one with me, and then. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think it depends who you talk to. Because I would say, probably not. I think, and I think if you 
did find it, it would be boring. Mm-hmm. Continual happiness. Um, but I think if you're, if you talk to like a religious person, they might say that you can reach it because it's like a bit like that sort of when you reach enlightenment or mm. um, I don't know what the Christian version would be, but you know, yeah, no, that's when you're true. at one with God. That's true. Like um, Lizzie showed me this video last week and it's the cutest thing. It's this channel on YouTube called Tribal People Try. Mm-hmm. And they give these like four different tribal guys Western things. So like there's one of them trying a Raffaello or I don't know, a lint chocolate or whatever, all these different things. But I mm-hmm. watched the one today where they, they'd they given them some Christmas presents and it wasn't even like big stuff. It was maybe they'd given the guy a new ring or a turban or something. But they were so happy and grateful and would like take their time to look like the packaging. They'd carefully unwrap it. The gift bag it came in, it was so ugly. It had like these roses on. They were like, it's so beautiful. Like, praise be to God. It's just <laughs> wonderful. It's, <laughs> it's so funny as an outsider that they could think that like be so happy about all that stuff but you're right maybe religion gives you a different perspective on the world that I think well, it does because I guess whatever happens everything's going to be all right right yeah and that everything's some sort of divine plan right so so something that you, you see something you're like ah oh, god has made it that way so it must be perfect yeah yeah that's true and I wonder if it can reach I wonder if, if you are a very sort of religious person, whether you can reach a point where you think, oh, well, actually, God made me, so therefore I am, mm. you know, not necessarily perfect, but I can be content with myself because he clearly chose me to be the way that I am or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, perhaps. I wonder if there's a kind of easier access to contentment somehow. Yeah. Well, I think as well in the sense that if if your religion believes in the afterlife, then, like, it the here and now doesn't matter so much maybe that's why because they're kind of carefree like well you know as long as I'm a relatively good person whereas because for us we have the inevitability of death it's kind of that same thing like I have to enjoy everything now yeah while I can and I need to be happy and the same as when you only have that little bit of time after work it just doesn't (laughs) happen all the time I don't know I wonder, I also think it's like, you know, for me and you, we have to create meaning in our lives for ourselves Mm -hmm. because the meaning hasn't been given to us by religion. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I was thinking, and I was also thinking about, you know, having children, you know, I think I want children and that previously I'm not sure that I did. Yeah. And that it almost feels like, now like having children creates creates some meaning right yeah yeah I kind um, of agree it's not like it's not like my life has meaning now so it's it's not like I'm creating it's not like I'm trying to solve something but it's just that there's like an additional layer of like oh if I have kids then there's there's another thing that creates mm-hmm. meaning in my life yeah that's true it's like I think it's another avenue for contentment yeah but I think that sometimes people use it as as they probably do with many things houses or cars they're like that's gonna make me happy yeah and that's not a healthy way to look at the way you are where you're like okay well I know what makes me happy and the child will be additional to that yeah that's a 
healthy way to think about it. Yeah, because I mean, I also know that it will be intensely stressful and difficult and hard work, yeah. and they'll probably drive me mad. So <laughs> like swings around about. Yeah. But then within yeah. that, there'll be a day where they'll tell you a stupid joke, and you're like, "Oh, it's absolutely worth it." <laughs> it's just yes. like yeah, swings around about, like you said. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I think it's hard as well to figure out the the self part. Yeah, like although I know I know my coffee breaks are nice, I still don't think I've quite cracked everything that makes me happy and I'm I'm still not very good at saying no to people. Or that's not gonna make me happy. Like I think it, but probably I would still feel a social obligation to do things or Yeah say things. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard, isn't it, to kind of to be fully confident in your knowledge of yourself because because it's not it's a quite a recent knowledge. I mean, for both of us, I think, mm. and in the sort of larger grand scheme of things, you know, we haven't lived that many years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I was talking. My dad's birthday is on Thursday. And I was like, oh, are you like happy, excited for your birthday? And he was like, I've had so many. I'm not that bothered anymore. <laughs> I was like, okay, we've got a few years to go because I still get excited for my birthday. Oh, same. <laughs> although, although I think it's like in that sense of birthdays, I do always look forward to them. And then I think they're a huge disappointment. And Christmas yes. as well, maybe. Because you're like, that's going to be a happy nice time and it will be nice and then of course or like a wedding people put so much pressure on their weddings it's like but it's probably not going to be this is why I'm a pessimist I'm such a pessimist (laughs) no but you're right because birthdays if I think if you hype them up too much they just never end up being they never they never be what you want them to be so then they don't make you happy because they've disappointed you whereas if you had lower expectations (laughs) Um, but also that I was thinking about Christmas this year and it felt like an anti-climax and I was like and there is COVID but also sure. I think you can you can never recreate that feeling that you had when you were a child of Christmas and being so excited that you can't sleep and so excited that you wake up really early and all of that stuff yeah until maybe you have children of your own yeah and, and then I, you kind of yeah yeah I think that's why people have children in a sense is to be children again and to maybe try and find but it's just I think it's just that loss of innocence isn't it yeah at some point it happens and can you go back I don't think so because you've you've learned that Santa doesn't exist Mm -hmm. you've learned that (laughs) you have to work to earn money (laughs) you have to pay bills you have to pay taxes yeah you know about how the world actually is and people don't yeah. have your best intentions at heart. And the world isn't a nice place. And that you, anything that goes wrong, you have to kind of deal with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, all of which I would not necessarily want to go back to being a child. Mm. Because I think the independence that comes with being an adult is almost worth all the stresses that yeah, come with it as agreed. well. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, but at the same time, you can't, you, you can never be that, 
that carefree about something. Because also, I don't know about you, but you're like, oh, how much does Christmas cost me? Like, do Mm. I have enough money for this? Because I've Mm. just spent all this money on presents and food. And yeah, as a child, you don't see all of the expense. You just see the yeah the fruition. Oh, a shiny, shiny light in a tree and carols and yeah, that's true. But but do you think, in a sense, it's because maybe as adults or maybe in a, as a Western culture, we're just so wrapped up in all of that stuff that actually we forget what it is. Because I, I remember reading about the, um, what is, what's the tribe called in Kenya? Is it the Maasai Mari? And, and how they're like the happiest people and they have nothing, but they just have a nice time. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> do we put too I much think... pressure on ourselves? Yeah, I mean, if we could live a life where we were just living with just what we needed, but that also meant that we weren't having to work insane hours and Mm -hmm. live in a dark... You know, and also they live somewhere very warm and very sunny. That is also true. (laughs) That probably helps. I think if you live in the UK, in the winter, you're just... You're more likely to be sad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Statistically speaking. And, you know, people in Scandinavia you know, have, there's like high levels of depression and things, I think, because it's just so right. dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's climate, it's the attitude of the culture that you're in, and we are mm-hmm. in a culture that's very like, wants you to work so hard that you don't have time for anything else. Yeah, yeah, It's like, true. if you're not busy, then what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not even like, just with work though, is it? It's like, if if you're not doing anything, what are you doing? And yeah. I think that was something I didn't realise before this pandemic year was that actually it's okay to sit at home by myself and not have any plans. Yeah. And, just and that's okay. Do nothing and be happy doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine, you know, life for them is probably more complicated than ours because it is more of a subsistence lifestyle. So if you don't mm-hmm. do... If you don't do something, then you won't necessarily survive. (laughs) Well, sure, yeah, there's that fear. (laughs) But actually, in the grand scheme of things, if you're all pulling together, you're working as a community, you've got Mm. that community set. Because this is the other thing, we all live in a very separated way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, how many people would you say in your apartment building in Germany you've actually had a conversation with? Oh, it's one neighbour, that's it. Yeah. 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 And, like, here, I haven't spoken to anyone yet. Mm, true. True. And you just think, mm. I don't think humans are supposed to live like that. No, no, it's definitely the social... <laughs> like, when the that bunny used to come and visit when you played Sims because your Sims hadn't had enough social contact, it's like, yeah. it's true, you need it. You need it. And I think, mm. as well, having a purpose, like that girl that the... Speaking of the the Masai Mara, I think that's what they're called. Mm. That girl that we, we watched the YouTube video of in China and she made that cloak and it just looked like the most oh, yes. easy, simple life. It was like that, to have that purpose of like, I'm going to make a cloak yeah. and gather the berries and it's going to take time. And that again is like the satisfaction thing of completing a task and seeing it through. But it's yeah. just such a simple way of life and there isn't you're right there's like the survival pressure I suppose but if you've got that sorted then yeah you're not sweating the small stuff and I think if you could be like I mean obviously she's connected to 
to the internet because she's posting stuff online but I think yeah. there's also an element of like being bombarded with stuff so much that if you just lived in a community of people who were your friends and you and your family and you loved them and mm. and you were doing something that felt very satisfying sort of and was quite practical yeah you'd probably be really really very content <laughs> yeah that's true that's true yeah um, nice weather good people Purpose. That's the the answer to happiness. And maybe a good book. Oh, yeah, a good book. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's a very small life, though, isn't it? And I think some people need big lives. Mm. I don't necessarily need a big life. I just want one that is satisfying to me. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's just about finding finding that and not being like okay well I need a Porsche 911 mm-hmm. to be 911 don't know what's called Porsche 911 uh, no to idea. be happy or I need to buy a house or yeah whatever it's like okay well I don't know I want to learn how to to do this thing this skill that I've always wanted to do yeah and I'm gonna do it because it makes me happy and okay no one else wants to do that but fuck it you know yeah but then I think that again it all comes boils back down to time isn't it Mm. and time is a a commodity that we don't really have yeah time and money to do yeah nice things Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. (laughs) but then if I was to be a housewife that would drive me insane too so yeah yeah exactly well it's a good thing I think we're in a very good position now and we're lucky to not have been born like as you said when housewives were a thing and to have the choice to be able to be to say that's not what I want to do and that for that to be socially acceptable yeah <laughs> you can put your happiness first and you don't just have to but like I don't think my my grandparents are so concerned with the pursuit of happiness I don't know if you would say the same no I think they're more just ex- accepting of the general unpleasantness of life actually <laughs> oh okay <laughs> they just grin and bear it well if we're talking my mum's side if we're talking my dad's side they're much more happy-go-lucky kind of right right and they're like oh yeah we're we're retired let's just do stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah whereas my granddad's just like well everything's shit but I guess <laughs> I guess that's the way it is it could go one of two ways yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like probably because there was again maybe because there was a like a plan for your life. Like you mm-hmm. stayed in your one job and you had children and a family and you married and that was it. Yeah. And you kind of knew what to expect. Yeah. You had your one holiday a year. Yeah. <laughs> to Butlins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, no. I couldn't be I don't know if I, but this is the problem. I probably, if I was born then, would be very satisfied with that life, but I couldn't be satisfied with it now. Yeah, exactly. If suddenly you woke up tomorrow and you were back in 1950, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's good that we have the freedom of expression to... Like, you can wear whatever you want, really, and do whatever you want. And sure, there might be some people that judge you, but there are also going to be people who accept you. Yeah. You can find your, your happiness that way. Yeah, find your your people. Mm. Yeah. 
I, I think the biggest contributing factor to being happy is being surrounded by people who just being surrounded by nice people that fit you. Yeah. Cause I was, I was reading out to you that antidepressant use in the UK was up a lot last year. And I mm. think probably part of that is people not being able to see people. Yeah. And be surrounded. Yeah. Just because human touch is also like, you know, being touched starved is a real thing. Yeah. Oh, um, I miss I miss being hugged by people so much. Right? Oh my god. I will hug you as soon as I am allowed. Yay! <laughs> as soon as we see each other in real life. <laughs> oh god. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think it really just boils down to people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then it's sort of people and then time, I would say. People, time, good weather, good food, yeah. good book. Yeah, there you go. We've cracked it, Kate. Done and dusted. Yes. Oh. Okay, well, let's finish this up then. Do you think that was okay. a good a good definition? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No, no, I don't think that's how I would have described happiness at all. But, but that's just me. What about you? Yeah, I think it's a bit more nuanced. Nuanced is different for everyone, isn't it? And yeah, I think that, as we said at the beginning, contentment is probably more achievable and the normal yeah. for most people. And happiness is just like this, not unachievable goal, but it's not consistent. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't say that contentment and happiness are synonyms for each other. No, no, agreed. They're kind of separate. Yeah. Separate things, aren't they? Hmm. Okay. Has it has it changed this conversation? Has it changed your view on happiness and its achievability? I yeah, I think it's made me think more about what I can do this year to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. Because as we have established this year isn't going great so far and it's very easy to get swept up in all the bad news Mm. so I think I need to to check in with myself and make sure that my well-being and my happiness is I'd probably forgotten that past couple weeks yeah about you no I I think the same I think also just to keep reminding myself that that I've also got to make time for myself alongside work and actually maybe sometimes if something doesn't get done actually that's the sensible thing to not do it and to spend some time on me instead yeah yeah okay well boom happiness done sorted sorted I don't know what we'll do next time which emotion (laughs) but there you go till next time (laughs) non-listeners Zoe and Kate from the future. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? How's are you happy? <laughs> yeah. Have you found happiness? Did our secret formula help? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, shall I stop recording on? <laughs>